Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I'm here with Yetta. Hey, what's up? <laughs> So you were born in Korea, right? Or? I was, yeah, I was born in Korea, and I moved here to the States in um, on third grade. In third grade? Oh, third like grade. pretty yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't speak any English. Yeah. Didn't know any, even alphabet. I was trying to, you know, memorize alphabet by singing, like, A, B, C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was cool. Like, uh, I went to a lot of, you know, predominant white, uh, white school, so oh. made a lot of friends there. And Was it your, so your parents and your, your siblings move out here? Or yeah, or? so we moved here because of my, uh, my dad's work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was supposed to go back maybe, like, three years later, but we all fell in love with America, which ended up staying here. Oh, wait, since. what was his work? You know what? I actually don't even know. Are you serious? (laughs) I don't really ask my parents what they do. It's kind of like, it's kind of weird. I should know, right? Like, even what industry it is? Uh, maybe, how about this? After this interview, I'll actually, like, text him and be like, Hey, Dad, like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so bad. But you still, like, I guess you know, remember decently about, like, when you were growing up in Korea, right? Uh, yeah, I went to, like, elementary school, kind of, but it's just really blur at that point because Mm -hmm. I'm a lot older now, but... Hopefully, I could go back there really soon and yeah. see all my family and stuff. Are your, all your relatives still there? Uh, no, so I live... My brother's here. He just got married with his wife. He actually lives in the States, and all my family lives in Korea, so he's, like, the only family member I have in here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I miss my family a lot. Was it, like, a culture shock kind of moving here? Like, I know, like, Manila Killa and, like, Sweater Beats had some mm-hmm. kind of, like, culture shock moving here or, like, fitting in. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about the culture shock, but I like, kind of really hated being Asian at the time when I yeah. first moved here because I couldn't even communicate with, you know, properly with everybody in school and did get bullied sometimes, you know, with English, broken English, got called, like, fob and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But um, gradually, as I got older, I'm really embracing the Asian culture and love the fact that I'm Asian and Korean and stuff, you know, meeting, yeah. like, Sweater Beats and Chris yeah. who really all about that like Asian American you know thing so yeah I'm actually really happy it kind of worked out like this yeah. way in a way <laughs> yeah I, was, I remember ask, asking my mom like mom like why do we have to move here in the beginning because I really hated school at the time being bullied and stuff but now I'm just so glad that yeah, yeah working meeting all the Asian people I live like oh. in La Cunata it's not too far yeah. from here and then I then I moved to Glendale after college I've been in the Glendale bubble ever since. How else would you describe yourself, like, back here in high school? Uh, introvert, quiet, trying to fit in. <laughs> uh, I don't know, how were you in high school? Were you kind of like... I was I was the same. I got D's in class participation, so I don't... Yeah, me too. I got to actually... how the hell I'm doing <laughs> this right now, if you ask me. I got a, uh, like, 0.08 in freaking, like, 7th grade. <laughs> and my brother was literally like, yo, this... It's harder to get that grade than like 2.0, you know, like you had to try to get that grade. I, I think I got like, I took wood class, yeah. I got a D in woods. I don't even know how you managed to get D in woods, but yeah, now I'm figuring it out to be more responsible, you know, I'm a slacker back then, so. But you were into sports, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was really into baseball when I was little, and then I did some traveling team when I was like, oh, in, like wow. sixth, seventh grade. That was like my job. So if you see like a little paper saying I'm going to be like a baseball player. Mm-hmm. But I was like 
4'10 in ninth grade, so I was like super short. And there was no way I could be, you know, like professional baseball player being that small. I'm mm -hmm. still small now, but thank God I had some growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> What were your favorite subjects back then? Jeez, I don't know. Since I got a point eight, I'm not sure what <laughs> subject. But uh, I was I was always good at math. It's kind of cliche, but when I first came here, it was the math was the easiest. I remember like they were doing like addition, and then back then in Korea we learned like multiplication and division and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a lot faster back in yeah, Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the new math? It's like they do that. I don't even know how they do it now. It's like really long, like multiplication and division. I forgot what it's called, but in Asia? No, in America, they oh, they really? made it. They made a new rule or something. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm not looking into that. <laughs> I like math. <laughs> Were your parents like pushing you academically? Yes, academic was everything. I think a lot of Asian people could relate. You know, they want you to be. Your parents want you to be like doctors and like lawyers and things like that. And actually, it's kind of funny because uh, on my mom and dad's side, everybody's like doctor and lawyer. Oh. And my brother does like cinematography. I do music, mm -hmm. but luckily enough that uh, my parents were really nice and always supported what I do. And I think they're really finally happy that I found something that I would love to do because oh. yeah, because they didn't really believe me about whole DJing and performing and things like that. But they recently visited me and then they actually came uh, and saw me performing. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And then my dad was like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy you like a bunch of like Korean barbecue, so you can <laughs> so you can fatten you up." Oh my god! <laughs> so they felt bad uh, seeing me like jump up and down because I look really tired. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> so, hilarious! Yeah, so he's like, "I'm gonna buy you some Korean barbecue dinners and stuff like that to like fatten you up." <laughs> that sounds so good, though. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. And then after high school, do you just go to college or? Yeah, I went to uh, Northridge, and I actually ended up dropping out of school, and then. Uh, trying to figure out, I went to like a little dark hole in my life, trying to figure out what I want to do with mm -hmm. my life. But at Northridge, uh, like what were you, what was your degree or like uh, what major I took, were you? I took communications. Oh. Yeah, that was like the most general thing I could get, you know, it's like either business or communication. Yeah. But I really hated it. I mean, even college, I thought college was cool, but thank God I made a bunch of friends there. Ended up like rushing this fraternity, but... I don't know, school wasn't really for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then luckily I found music and then I actually went to uh, Icon Collective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a year and a half. It's a pretty big production school out here in LA. Like when you dropped out of like North, were your parents just like so surprised? Yeah, they actually wanted me to move back to the uh, Korea. They're like, oh, what wow. are you doing with your life, you know? I think. But how did you even do it? Did you just like just not stop attending or something like it sounded like <laughs> so I, I, I'm st you know, about that point I saw story I thought I got better but uh, in college I used to live in a dorm and it's kind of far out it's like maybe a mile out from like in the campus mm -hmm. so every time it like rained I'm like uh, I'm just I'm just gonna go to class tomorrow and things like that yeah yeah but I ended up actually getting 4.0 in my freshman year oh, wow. in college because I took golf and that was like my only credit Mm -hmm. So I got A in golf on oh my other subjects. So I actually got, I got invited to that uh, like uh, academic like award <laughs> show because like I, I was like one of the few kids who got 4.0 in freshman year class. Your parents must have been so happy. No, because I told them about like my grade, and they were like, "You're an idiot. Like you can't go to this." Oh. Like, it was actually like a war. They would call my name up, be like, "Hey, good job. Yeah. Kudos." But you know, if they knew that I failed like all my classes except for golf, you know, it's yeah. kind of a 
Yeah, same same school though. I always tell people same school, <laughs> same school. But what was the main reason that you dropped that? Was it just that you love music too much, or were there other things? Yeah, it's like honestly, every single time I'm in campus, is I definitely knew that the school wasn't for me. And as you get older, you kind of always compare to other people. You know, like you're like, I want to do something where I want to do, and just got kind of stubborn in a way where I actually told them when they told me to move. Uh, back to Korea, I kind of said, like, hey, let me do music, and if this doesn't work out, then, you know, I'll, I'll kind of move back, something like that, you know? Yeah, so, like, what did they want you to move back there for? Uh, well, Korea, though, it's like, if you're born there, you have to serve. Oh. Yeah, you know how Asia is, I think yeah. Singapore is that way, I think Mern, uh he served yeah. military, yeah, so I'm trying to extend it as long as I can mm-hmm. before, so I guess they kind of just wanted me to just serve and get that thing out of the way, and really just pursue whatever I want to do. Honestly, I think they would su- support me no matter what what I did, but luckily this music thing, I see potential to be able to work this out. You know, yeah. So. so we're already going by uh, like yet about that point? Yeah, it was still. Like actually, how I started was like I did mixes like on Tumblr. So a uh, bunch of people knew me from Tumblr just doing monthly mixes. I've been doing it for like five years actually oh, wow. yeah yeah and then uh i built all my fan base through tumblr actually so how yet came about is uh i really wanted like that original um you know like soundcloud.com slash like that original name or like mm-hmm. facebook.com slash whatever and then uh i was gonna go with retep r-e-t-e-p peter backwards oh. but that just sounds kind of weird so i just uh people used to call me pd in uh, middle school <laughs> yeah 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 so i was like hey, i'm just gonna use yetep but i actually don't even like when people call me pd right now yeah. but mm-hmm. it's, the name stuck so don't call me pd call me peter <laughs> then it became yetter yeah i, I couldn't it became yetter yes <laughs> i'm like a meme of yetter. how did that happen uh i played in austin and then when in the green room the guy mistaked my name to yetter and then i posted on twitter like oh, I think yeah and then uh ever since then people have been calling me yetter and so i guess the name <laughs> stuck i'm like the yellow getter <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I didn't. I'm the, yeah, yellow getter. So getter, if you're watching this, man, let's collab with the yellow version. So. <laughs> yellow version. Oh my god, that's so funny. And then, like, how were you even like living at that point? Like, did you have other jobs? You were living here. Yeah, I. Sh- uh, my brother helped me out like financially a lot. Uh, forever grateful. Uh, so my parents moved back when I was pretty much done with college, and so my brother became kind of like sort of uh, my like dad figure in a way mm-hmm. he like really looked out for me and he still does in a way like a lot of ways actually but yeah he supported me financially a lot yeah even my parents in, in the state they up financially it's expensive to live out here yeah especially alone i've been living alone for a year now so you know gradually paying everything off try to get music out i had no luck after i got my tumblr kind of inactive on tumblr and on twitter people really support me on Twitter. I'm like... Yeah, how did that happen? You have, like, crazy fans on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. I People ask me all the time, like, what did you do with your fan base? And I honestly think I hit the, like, jackpot lotto, you know? Like, people have been so supportive. I'm forever grateful. I honestly don't know. Like, <laughs> they see me. I, I love them, like, but, like, I have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, but I have, like, one of, like, the best fans, I think. Yeah. Um, they really connect with me. I connect with them, so I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really su- come to uh, support me in a way too. Like, I don't think I'm that big, but uh, in the shows they really come out and they always show me so much love, and I could never reciprocate that much love to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. And how many years ago was Icon? Icon, 
was Icon? I think it was four years ago. Three, three oh. years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I learned a lot from it? Yeah, I uh. <laughs> <That> hesitation. <laughs> no, I love Icon. Yo, Icon, don't be mad at me. <laughs> don't be mad. No, I met I met a lot of people. But thing is, when I went to Icon, I actually had like no idea about anything about production. So if I went right now, I think I would benefit way more from it. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, Icon is that I don't think compared to any other school is so well connected with like network and things like that. So um, like. I don't know, something about going to Icon, you could, uh, like, say, like, like you know, Nightmare, Slander, and Keizo, they all went to Icon. So if I, even if I didn't meet them, I could go up to them and talk to them and be like, hey, I went to Icon, and it's that connection right there, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, so I'm forever grateful for Icon, so if you guys are thinking about going to Icon, definitely <laughs> go to Icon. How do you think the LA scene has changed since you started, like, when you first moved here and started, like, putting out music? Um... So when I first got into the, the whole EDM, it was like that Swiss House Mafia, that, yeah. uh, like, you know, huge rave culture. But I noticed now in LA, um, now performing and things like that, uh, I still think it's there, but it's not on a, a really bigger, bigger scale anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, there's so many talented acts, like, up and coming. I think the industry's going to be fine, but I definitely see it going more, like, pop route now. Everyone's kind of doing more pop things. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if that's me, but uh, you see all these people killing it. It was killing it too. Robo Kid's killing it. You know, <laughs> the moving castle people, Robo Kid, every, like Robotaki, everybody. You know, so. And how did you connect with the feels people? Feels. So uh, when I was doing the mixes and things like that, I never performed before. And uh, Sean, he's the guy who runs the feels. Uh, he actually um, contacted me saying, "Hey, we are doing an event on Orange County. Why don't you come out?" and uh, perform. So that's my first time ever performing in Orange County. It was at Copperdor. I think it was uh, May 19th of 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I started honestly doing taking music seriously like last year. So I'm kind of like just starting out. Yeah. Too. yeah. That's how I met them and I've been doing shows a lot with them. He actually be ended up becoming my manager. Mm -hmm. yeah, what was yeah. the decision for that? <coughs> Honestly, I met a lot of people who were interested in managing me, but I never seemed to like connect enough with them. They always kind of seemed like it was all business oriented. It didn't seem like they really, even if I didn't do music, uh, it didn't seem like I would hang out with them at all. With Sean though, he, he seemed like he really genuinely cares about me as a person. So that kind of stood out the most to me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like all business oriented, like, hey, you gotta do this for business. He was kind of like, hey, do you want to do this? If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Like, I'm not gonna be mad at you or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of natural in a way. Mm -hmm. What was the turning point that you wanted to take music more seriously last year? Uh, that's uh, I went through a huge depression. I noticed music was the only thing that was making me happy, mm -hmm. and I definitely knew that. Um, I'm not the only one who's going through depression or anything like that. So I really wanted to share my passion with everybody. And I think after that first show, me doing the live show at the Copper Door with the Feels, really kind of gave me like a, what do you say, confidence that I could maybe do this. And then uh, I kept with it and then started producing. And I have so many songs that I need to get this out. I'm so excited for and meeting all these DJs that I looked up to prior to. But now after meeting them, 
they see me like as a kind of like a colleague in a way now mm-hmm. instead of being a fan. Oh, true. Yeah, so that kind of gave me another like confidence that hey, maybe I should really be doing this. Did your parent know, parents know about your depression? Uh, I think I never talked to them anything about that, but you know, like I think a uh, mom knows everything type of thing. Mm-hmm. She, they, they will always give me space in a way when I'm like kind of depressed and things like that. But I think they really definitely knew. Uh, when I was thinking about going back to Korea, I was like really depressed. But actually, like depression's kind of taboo, right, in Korea? Uh, it is actually, yeah. But it's kind of ironic that uh, Korea's probably uh, in Japan and Korea too. Their suicide rate is like number one in yeah. the world. Yeah, it's not really talked about. But um, even me, even prior to this interview, I was I wasn't even sure to, you know, talk about depression and things mm-hmm. like that because you know it's kind of like a sticky t- uh, topic. I don't want to use it to benefit anything, but. I think it should be more talked about in the music industry or just in general in life that uh, you're not alone what you're going through in life. I wish I had someone to be there for me in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, family was always there, of course, but someone that could just, you know, lie on, just vent to everything, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that would have helped me out when I was little for sure. Yeah. But as I get older, you know, it gets better. Just keep at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be positive. Be nice to people. Upcoming, do you think you'll put out more like original music with vocalists, or what do you have coming out? Oh, definitely. Um, so I have this new music coming out with my really good friend William James. It's kind of a funny story. Uh, I known him for three years, two, three years now. He's like one of the first SoundCloud DJs I talked to on SoundCloud. Oh wow! And uh, he's from Boston, but he recently moved to Glendale. He's oh, like that's crazy. He that's lives like, like me. Yeah, <laughs> he lives uh, a mile away from my house. So he's technically you know, the IRL turning to URL. Yeah. Or URL turning to IRL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, I have a song coming out with him. This year, I'm really focusing on um, releasing more content of my own music. And I was thinking about actually quitting mixes as a whole for a while mm-hmm. now. But I don't think I could do that to, you know, my fans. They actually know me. But that's like my biggest struggle right now is trying to go from the mixing guy as an actual musician so it's really hard but super excited you know for all the songs yeah. i'm gonna release yeah 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 i'm really excited are you gonna work with some vocalists or yeah i've been looking for vocalists uh but it's so hard to find a vocalist for some reason i feel like mm-hmm. it's harder to find a vocalist than uh to write a song yeah no yeah but i definitely want to work with so many artists i've been looking at soundcloud so i really want to work with uh even like bedroom vocalists, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's how I came about. So I've been maybe thinking about even reaching out on Twitter, be like, hey, if you sing in the shower or something, you have ideas if you want to collab or something. Let's yeah, link up. you know what I mean? Cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, 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 definitely. How else do you think your music has changed since the early songs? Uh, it's definitely not like one, two, three, jump anymore. <laughs> <laughs> even though I, I love that, I love that, but uh, it's definitely trying to go more musical route where. I could vibe with people more personally than just kind of like you drink, take a shot, you have fun, you know, and you forget about it. I really want to curate a show in the future where it's like a kind of like an adventure in a way, just in like, you know, people, something that you forget about when you're drunk or something like that. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to go, definitely want to go more musically. And that's me trying to learn more piano and more music theory because I have no nothing before so i'm starting to gradually get there can you explain a bit about your tattoo so i have five tattoos i just got this before a riverside show 
this is the one that I dedicate to like my dark times, uh, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. So it's kind of like ripped apart my skin. And if you see it, it's pointing east mm -hmm. because my family's there. So oh. they're that kind of like direction. Yeah. Yeah. And then this was like dedicated to my grandma when she passed away. Mm -hmm. And I have one in the back uh, dedicated to my car accident. Oh. Yeah. And uh, there's this kind of one that's just my white logo. I don't know why I got it. But <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone needs me assurance that if I'm Yetep or something, I'm like, hey, look, it's just me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Do you have plans to do more with like Asian community here or? Yeah, that, that that's like one of the really big thing. Uh, like how we talked about before, I was I'm really prideful about you know being Asian and it's really cool because when I first listened to EDN, there were really no Asian artists that a kid could look up to other than like those like Steve Aoki, Layback Luke. But now like seeing Coachella lineups, you see all these like Asian American and just Asian people in general being there which is crazy to me it's like seeing Jai Wolf playing Coachella that was like oh, really yeah. big I was like I was mind blown you know you see like giraffes they're killing it sweater beasts and all these guys Asian people are coming up and that's really exciting to me because I could see down the road there'll be more Asian people you know Asian people love EDM <laughs> yes <laughs> they love their like they love realizing dancing. slowly. Yeah, I'm, and then it's not even like even the states and like people in Asia. I think cause yeah. they, they love EDM. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially like Korea and stuff. Korea, Hong Kong's slow, Hong Kong. but yeah, China yeah. is coming up there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Crazy. even the I think the craziest thing to me was um, Rich Chigga. Oh yeah, getting that <laughs> iTunes. I I really thought, you know, like hip hop was one um, genre that. Uh, there was no way an Asian person could make oh, it. Yeah. And just seeing him just killing in the United States was actually really motivating. How do you think you've grown as a person since when you started? Uh, when I was 18, I was a terrible kid, never took life seriously and the whole thing. Um, so all I cared about was getting like messed up in college, partying, you know. Uh, but I think that one thing that really turned it around for me was, it's kind of weird to say, but the car accident I got, Mm -hmm. I got in a huge car accident when I was 18, and I actually almost died. And oh, then, wow. Yeah, and I was just, like, messed up on, like, drugs and things like that. And uh, and my mom, funny thing she said, she uh, she says, like, it was, like, a blessing in disguise because uh, I never really had actually really good um, relationship with my family before. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, I, after that whole accident happened, uh, I realized who's there for me, and... Um, Family is definitely number one. Man, that guy has a really cool pants. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. It's reflective. He's, it's like, I don't know if you get, like, glittery and, like, he shiny. Like a, he looks like a merman. Like Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. Like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that whole accident thing, really, I don't want to waste this. I think i got a kind of second chance in this life to really do good in life, you know. So I've been volunteering more and trying to give back more. Oh, wow. What yeah. do you do for volunteering? Uh, honestly, I volunteered during uh, holidays, but I realized holidays is kind of weird because uh, people really do it for like social media purposes. Mm -hmm. So I see people taking selfies like during the volunteer work more. It, was, it's not, it doesn't feel really genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm just trying to do like any, any time I have time, I just go to church or something like that and try mm -hmm. to give back. Yeah. So is religion always a part of your life? or? No, so my family huge, like religion and yeah. like they're Catholic um, but I only go to I try to go to church like maybe twice a year it's like on Easter yeah. and like, <laughs> or, or whenever, whenever my mom visits me but uh, uh, yeah it's just religion's 
religion's cool to me, but I, I definitely believe in God and there's someone there, but I just don't believe that I have to go to church to believe in him, things like that. But I always try to be a good person, mm -hmm. try to um, give back as much as I can. And yeah, I think religion's kind of a sticky topic too, you know? Mm -hmm. Are you religious? Kind of. I used to be like super. I used to go to church like twice a week. Twice a week? Yeah, oh, or wow. more. Yeah, yeah. I think religion's definitely... I don't think it's a bad thing to have. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not that person. I always see in the streets are like, oh, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. Like, you yeah. know, that's like too extreme for me. What does success look like to you? Success. Honestly, success is something if you, after whatever you do during the day and you lay down and then you think about your day and you're happy, I think that's success. I don't think success comes from like driving a nice car or money in general, mm -hmm. but. I think if you're genuinely happy and content with life, then I think it, that's pretty successful to me. Yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? As Yetter. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have to stop shrieking. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I guess just a guy who loves what he's doing and just a, a genuine, nice person, I guess. Yeah. Long run. And who makes good music, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, who could relate to him. Yeah. If that fails, I'm just going to go full-on EDM, Yetter DJ, playing dubstep, you know, <laughs> playing in Hong Kong. Oh, my God. You know, come see your boy play in Hong Kong as Yetter. It's like the Chinese, like, you know, bootleg version. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the see, fake product. The fake, yeah, fake product. Yeah, yeah, that's me right there. I got something going on for the future, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you so much for having me. See you guys later. Bye, guys.